Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. This is Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, a very special show in light of everything that has happened in the past couple of weeks with the coronavirus. We have assembled our entire radio team for this broadcast to talk about how the virus has affected real estate, buying, closing, selling a home. It's an important topic and it drives the economy. Our team is assembled in each of their homes. We're using Zoom to connect everybody. Joining us, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial. We've got uh, Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank attorneys, uh, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, and my son, Greg, who is not only an agent, but uh, does all of our marketing. Thank you all, ladies and gents, for being here today. So we're following, uh, obviously, with these new times and things that are going on, we're following safe protocols, and we all have a job to do, and it's continuing to move forward, and it's a changing environment every day. Let's start with Randy, Rocky, Swan Financial. What's going on with mortgages? Are you able to do mortgages at this point? Uh, We are, and, um, you know, it is changing. That's that's a great way to put it, but I will say that I I really think rates are going to drop. Uh, you know, you're looking at uh, APR rates in the low to mid fours on a 30 year right now uh, fixed mortgage. Let's let's uh, review very quickly, Randy. So, mm-hmm. when the uh, the Fed dropped their short term interest rates, the, the the bond market responded, and then interest rates for mortgages dropped, and then all heck broke out with uh, people trying to refi, right? So what happened was about a week and a half to two weeks before the Fed dropped their short-term rates. Short-term rates are home equity lines of credit, credit cards, uh, uh, car loans, things of that nature. So yeah. about a week and a half to two weeks before that is when um, long-term rates, when bonds were dropping. Uh, and um, that's when the refi boom, uh, again, we have $11 trillion in, in uh, mortgages across the country. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, five trillion could have been refied, and it just—it just absolutely it refinanced. I'm sorry, I need to clarify yeah. that. Okay. So um, the uh, and and what it did is it just clogged up the system. So uh, everybody's cleaning out that system now, and uh, we're supposed to get seven hundred million to come in on the um, uh, the bond market here probably in the next couple of weeks, and rates should drop again for a little while. Uh, I'm doing so a, there was a, a back there, cool. there was a backlog of 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 uh, refi attempts, so they raised the rate, the mortgage companies and the investors, and it should come back down again. Is what it you're saying? Should, we don't, I don't know when. Think, I don't know how long it will last, and that's yeah. why I'm doing a lot of people on rate watch like now. A lot of your clients for that example, yeah. a lot of refinances. So I would recommend anyone who is considering a refinance do do a what if scenario, and if you want to call me, you can. Yeah. Uh, do a, a what if and, and, and I'll put you on a rate watch or you can go to the per- person you prefer to make that happen because when it does happen again uh, you know you just don't have time to call you, right you, you want to get you locked you want to get ready to get locked in right so right. folks so the, the takeaway from Randy is that rates are going to come back down again you got to be ready to lock in uh, and if you're going to refi so call Randy and we'll give a number out later but or you can call the loan officer that you work with one of the problems because of the uh, the virus was was that homes that were under contract 
were people, some people were scared to let inspectors in because they didn't know what was going on. That goes into Brad Lawler from Home Team Inspection Service. Um, and Brad, w tell me what, what happened. I forgot to interview or intro you at the very beginning. Sorry about that. Yeah. Tell me what happened in your industry and what's happened since the, the past couple of weeks as things locked down. So we have had to make quite a few shifts in the way that we handle, not the inspection itself. The inspections that we're doing are the exact same inspections that we were doing two weeks ago and two months ago. The difference is, is how we interact with the clients. So the state of Indiana and the state of Kentucky is considering the home inspectors as a critical trade. So in order to support the real estate market, we have been allowed to continue to operate. The challenge for us is that we have to operate in such a way as that we are not coming in contact with homeowners, the sellers of the homes, as well as our clients. And then because we, because my company, we work as teams, we have to maintain safe distances even as we're working together in a home. Um, so the, for us, uh, the biggest difference is that we are disinfecting uh, hands and tools and equipment before we go into somebody's house. Uh, we are using what are called gloves inspections, so we wear gloves uh, the entire time. Uh, when we are done uh, with the inspection, we are going back and actually using a viricide disinfectant in, in order to wipe everything down that we've touched, even with the gloved hands. And uh, I should point out that the, one of the other big differences is that when you are finished with inspection or even during the inspection, in the past, you would allow the buyers to be there with their family. You're saying right. now no longer is that allowed. Yeah. So now what we've had to do is we have moved all of the walkthroughs with our clients to a video platform. In fact, we're using this same Zoom video conference platform. So the inspections that we do in the morning uh, and in the mid-afternoon, we are actually reviewing via video conference uh, late afternoon, early evening with the clients. So we're still delivering same-day reports, but we're doing everything virtually just as we're doing this. Uh, radio interview tonight. Yep. So they get the same report, uh, the same interactions, just through a camera now versus face to face. Okay. Let's move on, and, and we'll get back to both you and Randy in a few minutes here. Let's move to uh, the legal side of this thing. Let's start with you, Chuck. You are able to. It, all closing attorneys are also exempt from closing down. Am I correct? That is correct. How does how does that affect your business at at Crosby Law Offices? Well, obviously, uh, we have to uh, follow the rules like everybody else. Uh, uh -huh. Same thing Brad was talking about, uh, cleaning everything before, after, uh, throwaway pens, everything's uh, uh, going to be disposable, uh, limiting the number of people coming in, keeping the proper distances, uh, adapting, uh, which is what we do. We adapt. If uh, you have somebody that uh, is, you know, having... Uh, symptoms, that sort of thing, they're not coming in. Uh, it's, you know, we just have to follow the rules. But you can follow the rules and still get it done. True. It's just pivoting as to how what yeah. makes what works for each of us. Kevin yeah. Dissler from Pitt & Frank Attorney, so what's the latest on your front? How have you adapted in the closings? Well, the only way that we can really figure a way to do it safely for our clients and our staff is, I've heard Brad use the term Zoom. Well, the virtual closing, you know, we were all talking about maybe five years out, but we're, we're quickly evolving to that. Uh, one of the things that you're going to hear a lot about is remote online notarization. 
Uh, one of the problems is that we have to physically be present when your client signs a document that needs to be notarized. Some states have allowed remote online notarization where a notary with the proper credentials and the proper security in place can see you notarize a deed, a mortgage, and we're just going to have to go to that because otherwise I have to be in the room with you watching you sign the document to properly notarize it. Yeah, and we'll come back to that and talk to Randy about what that is going to require in terms of changes. Let me move over to Lee Harris. You're doing uh, curbside closings and going to people's homes over at Limestone Title, Lee? Yes. We uh, actually are having a tent set up outside. It's, some, it's like a drive-through closing, essentially. Uh, so people can literally drive up. We'll give them the documents. We will stand there and watch them outside uh, uh, signing what they want to sign. Uh, or need to sign, we'll go to their houses, we will hand them the documents, watch them sign through the door. Um, anything that needs to happen in order for them to be able to sign, but also for us to follow the rules that currently exist, um, we have that in place right now. So, yeah, and that's what I was, that's what I was saying, Bob. Uh, yeah. We all adapt. Kevin, right. Lee, myself, if uh, you have somebody that can't make it to a closing, even you know a year ago, somebody couldn't make it, well, you adapt. You go where they're at. You do what needs to be done. Absolutely. So let me tell you, we adapted. Uh, for me, I do a lot of listing interviews, and instead of going to homes in person, I am using Zoom to do this over the uh, Internet, and it's been very successful. I think the, the nice thing is when uh, a client will contact me, reach out, and want me to talk to them about listing their home, uh, I can, with their camera on their phone, they can walk me through and we can make staging suggestions, some changes, things that may or may not need to be done, and get us everybody ready. Because here's what's going on, folks. Figure a spring, and where the spring is getting taut, more and more taut or tighter because there's pent-up buyer and seller activity, but no one's able to do it for the most part. Actively, though, I will tell you, uh, last week we had 10 contracts come in. Uh, this past weekend, uh, not this weekend, but the one before, we had uh, two accepted contracts. We had another accepted contract on Wednesday of this week. So the business is continuing. The one thing we had as a problem from our standpoint, everybody, is that my son Greg thought for a short time, in fact, he appeared on uh, in the media, uh, thought he had contracted the the virus. What and why did you think you had re had contracted it, Craig? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I wasn't sure what I had. Uh, yeah. It was the flu, and I just my whole experience at the beginning of this. It was uh, I think we're eight days out now on my my self imposed quarantining. But um, right, I went. I thought I had you know symptoms, unlike the flu, nothing I'd ever felt before. But I had a shortness of breath. I had a, a dry cough. Uh, fatigue, muscle aches, weird, weird, something that I just hadn't experienced before. So I tried to contact the right number and the right people. Um, I got the runaround and I wanted to share my story about how I went basically was, you know, just like everyone we're, we're seeing it happen now. We understand why, yeah. because the tests need to go to the people who are most ill, who need right. to be admitted need right, right now. Yeah. And then the, the policies and political side, that's hopefully will work itself out, but that's not here nor there. But so my whole thing was I couldn't get tested for a flu. Thankfully, after six or seven days, I started feeling better. But the what we're hearing now, and not to get into it, but we're hearing that we don't know where it's been. Some people may have had it already, yeah. and they don't know. So there's well, as this unfolds, this is why we'll you know continue to do what we're doing. You know, we are shifting like Chuck and Lee and everybody else. We are adapting. 
Um, people are, you know, just as far as our agents are going, some people are doing the virtual tours where an agent will go by themselves. Vacant homes are easier, obviously, because there's nobody there. Right. And we're taking the precautions and protocols to wear gloves, booties, whatever we need. In some cases, I know some agents were, were going out and getting those painter's masks. Um, they have N95 filters as not to try to disrupt the supply, obviously, that needs to go to our medical workers. But right. we're, as agents, we're adapting too. We've got agents who have contracts that are out there and real things are happening. Like uh, one of our listings just recently, we got a call from the uh, buyer's agent and the um, buyer lost their job due to um, they were in the service industry. And so they are no longer going to meet the requirements to get a loan. And so now we're waiting to see what's going to happen with all these new bills that are getting passed. So this is, there are real, as far as us adapting, there are real problems that we are facing in the market um, that we are all trying to meet head on. So let's, we'll get back to Greg in a second because I want to talk to you about uh, friends that you're talking to who are having problems who are in New York. Yeah, a lot of first-time homebuyers having some issues, yeah. Yeah, so let, we'll get back to that. Let me circle back to Randy for a second because one of the questions that was brought up was uh, this new doing um, uh, online closings. And not saying that it's a swan issue, it's the mortgage industry in general. Mm-hmm. Up until now, yeah. you have to be there in person or a mail away that has to be notarized. Are you seeing any movement right now, now that will help our closing uh, attorneys move forward? Right. And you, United Wholesale Mortgage, uh, it, it was passed in Kentucky uh, September or October last year where you could do e-closings. But United Wholesale Mortgage has been on the forefront of uh, doing e-closings. And now, obviously, it's uh, it's going to really come into play here where you can just e-sign and, and do like we're doing here on Zoom. So uh, uh, that that is coming, uh, you know, like Kevin alluded to earlier, you know, it was going to be, you know, probably a five-year process that I think is going to be sped up to probably a six-month to a year process. Yeah, maybe even sooner. I think uh, Do we, we all agree that the technology that is available now has helped us whether at least it's to some level, this problem, if this had happened 25 years ago, not only would it be more difficult for all of us working, but anybody who is staying at home, and they should be, we wouldn't have had the cable, the internet, the activity that we're able to do. So I think that's a big plus. I think the big thing is it all is going to start, Randy, not to put it on the mortgage industry shoulders, but loosening up the requirements for the closing attorneys to be able to follow, to uh, be able to not have people there in person and do it safely. But hopefully this will all pass in the next couple of weeks uh, and we'll be able to get back to business as normal. Well, I would say the one godsend too is that uh, Kentucky just happened to adopt electronic recording as of January 1 of this year. Uh, January 1 that, of this. Yeah, yeah we, would, we would all be out of business right now. So, uh, yeah, whoever pushed that through in a timely manner, it saved all of us. So where are we seeing the problems at this point? And we'll go around the horn. Uh, we identified the getting the bottleneck cleared for mortgages. Brad, for inspections over at Home Team, and we're not just singling out Brad as the inspector. We're talking about uh, all inspection services. What problems are you seeing on the forefront or you're already experiencing that needs to be addressed sooner than later? Well, I think that the biggest shift we had to make was moving to a some sort of a, 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 a virtual walkthrough or some sort of virtual report. Uh, you know, we wanted to keep the customer service aspect and continue to do some sort of virtual walkthrough. Some homeowner inspectors have just said, hey, I'll send you the report 
and I, I just can't do anything else. The other thing we had to learn was the disinfectant side. Um, it was a little bit tough to find the materials uh, that we needed to use because there was a run on the consumer grade products. So it did take uh, a little bit of time to put all the sanitizer kits together we knew we were going to have to have. Other than that, it's really now it's just capacity. Uh, we are, we're running, you know, uh, full inspection slots every day of the week right now. And frankly, just trying to figure out how to, you know, increase capacity while still being able to deliver, uh, the report and the virtual walkthrough within a, you know, within a few hours of the inspection. I think that's the biggest challenge we have. And let's come back to that topic in a second, looking at the positive of what's, what's been able to be accomplished and moving forward. But back to our three attorneys, Chuck Crosby, Kevin Disler, and Lee Harris. Anything that you're seeing as a bottleneck that needs to be addressed either by the state legislature, the real estate commission, the mortgage uh, banking industry, anything that you – this is a platform to really speak your mind, anything that needs to happen to make, make keep things moving forward in a great direction. Well, I could just bring up one thing. We were trying to get some of the underwriters to talk to the Secretary of State about, we were talking about notarizing in the presence of, yeah. whether Zoom, Skype, or there's some other type of secure audio visual would be satisfied in the presence of, because that's the main roadblock we have is I cannot notarize a document unless I'm in your presence. The only way for us to have a safe closing is for me to not be in your presence. So... You would you're you're prescribing that you could, besides looking through a glass door at somebody's house, but you could see a Zoom meeting where you're watching somebody on the other side of that the camera sign the documents, but not being physically present. Yeah. I'll just mention I've got an office and a conference room next door, two cameras, two monitors. If I see them execute the document. That is not a valid notary of the document. I have to be in the presence of, which is a line of sight. And if there's a door with a window, and Chuck and I had a discussion this afternoon, does that satisfy? Uh, we just need some better guidance. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's some great old law school cases about you know uh, signing a will and not being in the room. You know, watching them from the kitchen as they sign in the living room, not being valid. I mean, it it gets really kind of tricky when you put you know, however many hundred years of common law we have put together. Uh, the the issue is they've got the uh, remote online notaries, um, and that's kind of a hybrid what we're talking about here. If I'm in the next room uh, and, you know, we see you sign via this fashion, is that going to work, you know, like if you have the remote online notary and you're, you know, uh, a town away? Uh, you know, which is it? Uh, and they're just the platforms as they exist. They sound good, um, and it looks like uh, valid technology. It's just not built for jumping into the deep end right now. So, let me ask both you, Chuck, uh, Kevin, and Lee. Let me point this at you first. So, what needs to be done by who to get things moving and make it easier and safer for uh, clients to close throughout not only the the Louisville, Southern Indiana area, but also the United States. What needs to happen? Well, I'd like to first off say that it's not unsafe. 
uh, per se, the way it's going. I, I just, I can see if I, if I didn't know you, it would have sounded like you were saying we're in a war zone doing closings. Uh, and it's really not like that. If you're taking the proper precautions, you're following the rules, et cetera, it's still perfectly uh, acceptable. Uh, what we're talking about is how to make it more uh, perfect. So to or speak. easier. Or easier, or yeah. easier, uh, right? Because right now it's it's a pain in the butt going outside more, and doing more fluid. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, and I just to interject. I was, we did our first one with a gentleman who was in Virginia on Notary Cam, which uh, is a national service. Right. And it, the technology was slick. It was more secure than that. The ID that is put up to the image to the camera is is, is sent through a database. They automatically right. cross reference. So it's actually more secure than what you and I do, and it's yeah. a yeah. slick system. But it's just, it seems like it needs to be accelerated, at least on a temporary basis. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We went from baby steps to jumping in the deep end on this puppy and, uh, you know, uh, talking. But isn't that what, I mean, it's not to say that this is a war, obviously the virus, whatever verb you want to use, whatever, yeah. should, but, but this is what happens in these times is that, you know, ma major, major steps are taken. We're forced to. Uh, accelerate our yeah. advancements in all in all in all technologies. Well, I would say I'd, yeah. I'd never even heard of Zoom two weeks ago. Now, <laughs> yeah, there there five different. You would have been knowing about their stock. I mean, hey, yeah, we we need to get their stock. We should have bought stock in it. Well, and, and Kevin's going to agree with me here. Real estate laws and real estate procedures are old. They're they're moribund because real estate isn't going anywhere. Uh, yeah. Everybody wants to have the same rules that you know have always existed. It, it's an area of, of very slow change. And all of a sudden we're going from, you know, not knowing what Zoom is to, uh, you know, trying to do Becoming a the new closing. unnormal. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's also the new way to do radio shows too. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, <laughs> Lee, this is me, podcasting, baby. Welcome to the future. We could, we could go an extra 30 minutes after the radio show and yeah, have a little could. special secret we, content. We only have seven minutes left. Lee, let me okay. ask you, Lee Harris Limestone, as the former legal counsel for the uh, Kentucky Real Estate Commission, do you see any things that the commission can do to ease the backlog of what, because we're about to get into a topic right now that everyone is very busy. Can the commission, the new commission, under our new governor, do anything different to help uh, real estate continue to move forward? Well, I think uh, one thing that has happened, I think, is that they have kept real estate open under the new governor as a, a, an essential business that can st still keep going. And as we uh, spoke about it at the beginning of the podcast, um, you know, being able to do creative things like virtual showings or um, showings with fewer people or things like that. He has not shut down uh, showings. He has not shut down closings. He has not shut down, you know, letting real estate go forward. That is, that is a positive because obviously some businesses are. California, you know, their board pulled it. There's no open houses, no showings, no nothing. They're, they're pulling everything. Well, we pulled open houses most what? of ourselves yeah, anyway. Right. We do. We did open houses at least, but yeah. LA is there. There are no, all of California, their board of realtors. They sent out a notice that they're shutting everything down. No, Obviously they've and, got the bigger cities with more capacity and more issue, but and more issues, more, more, yeah. but I that's think, just per capita. Thankfully we're not as dense and hopefully that will yeah, let it yeah. lend itself so, to us being able to continue at a, at a slower pace. So well, let's, this, yeah. Well, I was just going to add the arcane thing, like Greg would have to go to your office and get the good faith deposit check, drive it over to Chuck's office, yeah. have his client endorse it, run it through. Have you heard why of Venmo? All, can, you, can you create an, a Venmo escrow account? We can just shovel it right there. Easy. Bang, bang. 
where it's yeah. a broker's escrow account, and there needs to be some reform on that. It's a process where sure. we're having paper and the virus on the paper being spread to three or four parties on every transaction. Yeah, but I, I can see the workaround on that, and that would be the good faith money stays at the brokerage that it is, and it's deducted from the real estate commission that Listen, goes if, to the brokerage. Uh, seriously, if you guys don't know, th this Venmo is, yeah, is no, it's like yeah, PayPal. It's, you just, you can, yeah, the brokerage the has their account. It's like a... Yeah, what I just said solved right. the problem. Yeah, what, and, yeah. Yeah. Solves the but problem. Some, brokers, some brokers do not do that, though. Well, yeah, I know. They don't. No, I get that. But that's what I'm saying is that needs to change so that yeah. it yeah. eliminates one more step of physically having to drive a good faith check from the brokerage office to the closing attorney. So let's look at the positive. We've got a little more than four minutes left. So, Brad, let's, let's start with you. In terms of business, have you seen things slow down in the past week or two? Uh, in my business, just a little bit. I mean, we track, uh, pending sales. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking at that. We know that it's down a little bit, but our business seems to be remaining very strong. Um, we're staying busy. We're, we're booking up every day. Uh, and so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like there's a slowdown coming. I haven't, I haven't, it hasn't gotten to us yet. Maybe I'm just a little bit further downstream. But we're we're remaining very hopeful and optimistic that as long as the real estate market you know remains that we should be we we should remain you know steady. And, I and then, like point, you, yeah, good. I was say, and then like you say, it's going to spring, and when when everyone gets back out on the streets again, I think it's it's going to be explosive. Be a lot agree. of activity. If you're just joining us, folks, what we've done is we're recording this show a couple of days prior to using uh, Zoom, each of us are in our own homes and uh, participating safely to do this radio show. This so, is my home? It, this is awesome. <laughs> Wait, are you at your well, office? I've been here eight days. <laughs> Wait a second. Have you, are you at your office or are you at your home? I'm in my home. Okay. You got me, got me worried there. So the, the goal and uh, what I want everybody to know is, yes, we're, we've got problems with the virus. Hopefully it's going to be under control. But more importantly, in some aspects, life does continue to go on in, with regards to real estate. So let's go to, um, to because we know Randy is swamped. We, we've already heard that. Swan Financial has got more refis than they could uh, ever have. Uh, and listen, these are, those, are, those are the positive stories. But I'm out here to, just to remind you, there yeah. are lots of first-time homebuyers. A lot of people, in my, and I'm 32 yeah. years old. I've got yeah. a lot of friends who are in the service industry or – they're in, you know, Humana or they're, they're, some people are doing okay. They're working from home. Some people are getting hours cut back and they're on the verge of losing their job and they're no longer able to meet the debt to income ratio without a paycheck. So hopefully, you know, there, I mean, you know, as, as Brad said, he might be a little bit on the other side of the wave. I don't think Louisville will ever, just like in, in 08, 09, when everything went bust, we're not a big city. It, it, it probably won't affect us nearly as direly as, as one of these big cities. And hopefully it will drive other people. We've talked about this. It will drive more people to smaller cities like Louisville away from these huge mega cities where, God forbid, something like this were to happen again. You know, being locked down in a rural area versus a department condo with five other people and hundreds of other people in your building. It yeah. may help us, yep. you know, and that, that spring that you're talking about really will accelerate to degrees that we've never seen before. So, but, but just, well, I, I, I can tell you that, especially a lot of it in your group and a lot of my realtors, we're, we're really busy right now on purchases. Yeah. Um, and that is new, uh, that's there are new, a lot of people new purchases that are reconstruct, 
Brandy, is oh, that re refis or new? New purchases? No, new purchases. And I'll tell you why. There are a lot of people that were in, and Bob, you know this, the inventory was extremely low. And I have, I just got off the phone with two of your customers today. Actually, yeah. were, I mean, this evening. And uh, they said, I'm buying right now because I can get a decent deal. And there's not five, six, seven, eight, ten offers on the house. All right. We've so got, we've got less, than a minute, less than a minute left. Just to, to finish up with, um, with Chuck and Kevin and Lee, just to confirm, you guys are still doing closings even in spite of the new regs and safe precautions, correct? Absolutely. Correct. We will adapt, improvise, and overcome. That's what we've always done. Brad, Absolutely. you're and then Brad, you're as he's already mentioned, you are busy. We are desperately we're still looking showing for, them. We're and we're still showing them, but we're looking for homes to list because the inventory's down. And we need you, if you're thinking about selling, to reach out. So you can call me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. Randy Rocky at Swan Financial, 645-0736. Kevin Disler at Pitt & Frank at 895-9900. Lee Harris over at Limestone at 649-7964. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. And, of course, my son, Greg, who does such a great job, uh, marketing, photography, and so much more. Thank you, folks, for being here. We Thank will you. hopefully see all of you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.